Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and for this episode we have a very special guest with us Mr Najib Sheikh who is the assistant vice president HR at a US multinational firm. Hi Najib thank you for joining us. Thanks thanks Archit thanks for inviting me over here. It's an honor. So to begin with could you please take us through your career journey so far? So Archit uh, being an HR was i think uh, not a decision but a decision which was made by fate is what i would say. I started my career journey as an engineer, a metallurgy engineer, you can say, with Ispath Industries. Ispath is a metal group firm. So during my training uh, over there, training period, I was selected for corporate strategy as part of pricing committee analyst. So my job over there was to go and understand why there is a pricing abrasions happening in the steel making process. The steel making process is quite a, a cumbersome and complex process. Any kind of abrasion may lead to cost variation. So I was doing that during that journey. People started telling me their personal stuff or their thing with respect to HR angle, and I made a report out of it, apart from my regular work, and shared that with my director, corporate strategy. And he liked that very much, and he bounced off that report with the whole of the leadership team over there. So that's how I think the bug bit me, and I started considering myself as an HR guy because everyone back at the company started telling me, "Okay, you are the HR guy," and all. So that's how I went on to do my MBA in HR, which is dual specialization and all. And then I landed up with the Tata Group company, Tata Projects, the company which made India's parliament right now. I started my career over there as an HR trainee. So that's how my advent into HR field has been. From there, then I started as a business HR in EPC, which is a very crude and insatiable company, Tata Projects. So I got to know what are the IR details. I picked up my IR tenets from there, what I would say. From there, then I transitioned into, I had this uh, knack in me that I wanted to be a training HR, a person who can train and all that was uh, my dream. So I transitioned into an OD role with Cyan. And then uh, I went on to become part of uh, culture change management. And we did some of the projects over there with respect uh, to accelerated leadership program where we wanted to make a ready-made leadership pool wherein 30% was in-house and 70% was uh, 70% was in-house and 30% we wanted to bring from outside and then i transitioned back to tata group where i became a sales trainer but then i realized sales uh, training was my calling but where i want to be wasn't hr business partnering goal so I transitioned back to that role and I got this opportunity with Wipro. Since then, I have been into HRPP, business partnering, and that is where my calling lies. And I'm enjoying my journey with Genpak. Amazing. I think it was just meant to be that that's how it just happened. I mean, the transitioning from being an engineer to becoming an HR guy. I mean, right now I can see your t-shirt is sales, the HR guy. That's why I donned it today, okay, to get that story out of here exactly. for you, Anjan. Definitely. So, um, since we're talking about HR, and today HR has completely evolved how it used to be a, a few years um, earlier. So, 
how do you believe the workspace is going to evolve because evolution is something which is like continuous so workspaces workplaces have been changing so how do you think it is going to change and how should organizations need to focus on what is termed as the future of work see archit i think uh, covid has changed for example uh, when the invention of fire invention of wheel was a kind of fulcrum point for the whole of uh, the industrialization or whatever you call i think the covid has changed that when i say that for it space at least it has changed the whole dynamics of work okay now when we transition quickly suddenly like like a knee jerk reaction from our regular way of working where the office spaces the secs how we are going to have office where the offshore delivery center has to be all those things were like talk of the town but when we changed our way of working now everyone have got a sense okay the work can happen like this also and it's also cost effective it is also employee friendly so now we have to rethink and rather we have started rethinking we have designing work accordingly right so we can't go back completely to where it was for sure that's a given thing now if you want to start working again in a hybrid mode or in a work from home plus work from office mode we have to bring back employees we have to give them the tangible thing that why they should be coming to office because that era is gone okay you get up in the morning you start for your office you work you go back to your home no now you have to give them a tangible reason why they should be leaving their home and coming to office and that experience let me tell you won't start right from uh, coming to office we as a company has to think how why they should be stepping out what kind of experience in terms of transport in terms of working in terms of coming to office what is the agenda on the platter and that's how it should be so every single day when they are going to come to office there has to be a tangible deliverable and accordingly the experience has to be designed and when we communicate this effectively back to our employees then only it will be efficient for both company and for the employee employer and employee both so we have to start thinking in those direction and that's how i think things are going to happen yeah i completely agree with what you said i mean it's so important to you know give employees and i mean the entire workforce a reason to come to office as you said because the same work could be done from home and people are like why should we move to office at the end of the day it increases our productivity we can also engage in certain activities which weren't possible earlier when you know working from office was a mandatory thing so yes definitely that i completely agree and i hope it changes for good with time So moving on to the next question what do you think about the advent of ai in hr considering you know everybody is talking about it it has sort of become a buzzword today that artificial intelligence is arrived so uh, how do you think it's going to impact the work culture because there's a continuous debate about it whether it's going to displace people or enable them to you know work better so what are your views in it so from the lens of hr and who is right now working to, uh, on a strategy to bring folks back to office and the whole industry buzzing with ai i think these two things can complement each other you see ai is something which is not going to replace humans for sure it is going to increase the efficiency of the humans whom server is working with ai or you see ai as a platform whomsoever is going to use it as a platform and then top it up with different application with different design experiences with different employee experiences how it is going to make you do the job that you have been doing in a better way in a more succinct timeline manner in a more efficient way that they are going to win the race now i think we have only 
at a way we are at a very nascent stage that we are saying okay that all those uh, things which are coming there that okay AI is going to replace humans no ai is going to employ is going to leverage ai in a better way any company which is going to leverage the ai in a better way they are going to win the race they are going to be ahead of the race is what we can say so this particular cusp is what i see can complement each other in a very better way how when we are talking about giving our employees experience a different experience to bring them back to office okay how we leverage combine this ai for example when they are coming back to office there can be i am just i when when we start this and i am just going to blurt it out for you or you can also bounce it off how well it will be you for as an employee who is right now working from home or a youngster who is right now working from home there is a person a uh, bot who will be talking to you okay archit you have to start for your office at this particular amount of time there will be a customized van who will be coming and picking you up along with your team member so the connection of you coming initially when you come to office you are going to meet your team member at the office but you hear and a bot is telling you that your team members will be accompanying you in this journey for you to go to office because today is the day of you to meet the team and once you are there at office all of you are getting this message the whole project team is there your team and we are going to discuss this particular project once you arrive at office then you are getting a chance all of your team members are meeting in the van in the bus and you are discussing it out before you are reaching office right in a way and you are discussing it in a very informal way you are bouncing off ideas you are talking to each other you are knowing what's in everyone's mind and once you go over there then the ai is again telling you okay this is what uh, the project has been now you can do your whole full day work and this is what we are going to discuss at this particular amount of time and that has been booked the particular venue for you you are going over there then discussing it out and then ai is again capturing all those uh, details meetings for you and then prioritizing the whole idea okay this has been the discussion point now this is one uh, prioritization thing we have done and this can be coming out and then analyzing the whole data whatever you are talking and there is an application of ai who is recording the whole stuff and then uh, prioritizing it for you and then making sense of a different analysis for you and then presenting it back for the next meeting in the week or in the month whenever is going to happen now think you're coming back to office with the help of ai tools you're doing the same stuff but now when you all are there you are getting a different perspective out of now as a manager or as a lead whom so there will be now they'll be deciding okay this is what has happened last time and now we can decide when we are going to meet next time and then again everyone is equipped, equipped with that data and when they are going to come back they know what they are going to work up so this will be a total different experience rather than just you coming to office and going back rather you are deciding to come to office to discuss this and then plan it out and then like a milestone you have completed it last time and what you're looking forward for the next time so all these things i think they can complement each other and then we can provide a different experience to our employees to come to office and uh, work on a very specific targets on very specific uh, collaboration initiatives which are supposed to happen or which are as part of design for the company and that's how i think things can be very different from how it has been earlier that's how i think yeah so you tell me how it would be for you Uh, it's just so much more efficient i mean i mean that's what technology is here for i mean to make things 
easier, better for us rather than, you know, replacing people. I mean, if I have to go to office, like the way that, like the scenario that you have mentioned, like an AI is telling me and then we are having discussions and then there's also software which records our discussion, provides its analysis of that, which is so much important. I mean, there are a lot of routine tasks which can be done, you know, so that we can, I mean, people can actually concentrate on more important work. So prioritization is definitely one of the most important advantages that we can make out of this entire uh, new thing that uh, that is arriving. So yes, I completely but agree. To add on one thing. In this new era, post-COVID, I think, what employees are looking out not for a particular timetable to come to office. Rather, they are looking for that power of scheduling and the choice that they can make that they can come to office. So if we are going to give them this particular power of choice by scheduling things at office, okay, this is what can happen on this particular day. This is what can happen on this particular day. And now as a team, you can decide when you want to come and what on what piece of work you want to work at office and what piece of work you want to take back home that you would like to do individually. And AI enabling this for you, that would have been like the, that's a future of work where everyone has a say where everyone has a freedom, where everyone has a flexibility to choose when they want to come. For example, as a working mother, someone can uh, decide, okay, on this particular day, husband is going to babysit, right, for the team. On this particular day, I am going to come as an individual and work on this because I want to table it out for the team. I want to have uh, input of a design. I want to have input of a, a fresher. I want to have input of a experienced person who has handled it in the past. So all these things, I think AI can handle it beautifully. And that's how we'll see a flux of AI and people working and coming together in a more better efficient way. And I think it's, it's sort of everywhere, like left, right and center from the moment of before the interview starts, I mean, when uh, when we are looking out for maybe a fresh workforce in the organization, even before the interview or the first step in the recruitment process starts and it goes till the end when an employee leaves the company and, you know, whatever requirements are needed to be there. So uh, in, like this technology is everywhere, left, right and center. So it's completely on human. How do we use it and how do we leverage it, as you've mentioned? So amazing, amazing point of views. So my next question to you, you is I was just scrolling through your LinkedIn and I read this very interesting line which said that leaders are simple but effective people who are simply applying their talent to create a difference wherever they are. And since today's time is a little like, little complex because there are too many things happening in and around. So the roles and responsibilities of leaders also gets a bit complicated. I mean, it has sort of magnified in, if we compare it what it used to be. So how do you think that the leaders of today should function to create a workspace where, you know, everybody's being taken care of? So that stemmed out from one of the books that I was reading. You see, Archit, even when we are in traffic, you're stuck in traffic. And uh, if you're stuck in a traffic in a two-tier town, okay, if you go to a, not a metro city where it is governed, the whole traffic is governed by uh, your street lights and all, you always find a couple of people who will come out from their vehicle, from their car, and then they're going to sort out things. They're going to make sense out of their skills and they'll not first go and drive away. They'll enable that confusion to go away. And they'll ask people, you go from here, you go from there. They'll also ask um, some of the folks to stop their car or to move their car, to move their vehicle, to make way. And then when the whole chaos is making sense, it's sorted, then they'll go back to their car and that's how they're going to drive away car, vehicle, or two-wheeler, or whatever it is. So 
it's a realization for everyone that, okay the leaders are those people you put them at any place they'll always to do tend to do their job in a more effective way a leader is someone you tell them okay you go from point a to b that person he or she is going to go to point a or b but during that journey he'll also he or she will think how we can make it better not only for themselves but also for the whole team or whole people who are connected in that particular scenario so that thought stems out from that uh, particular thing archit where it you put them wherever not only in the workspace in a personal space in society on a road in a meeting they always try to do their job in a more effective way and not only for themselves but for everyone so that's how these leaders i should say there is an knack in them whatever is happening how to make it better for everyone and eventually for themselves too maybe so leaders a leader will be leader in every space of life it is not that a leader will be coming to office as and when he is going to put that tag on of the company you know i am the leader the designation can only be a part of the hierarchy to make the work uh, more structured and all but a leader will be a person who will be always trying to get things better in whatever scenario they are whether they are at home they are at office they are so that that thought is coming out from that particular scene right and i have seen that in the like 10 plus years of experience you can say or uh, 30 plus years of life that i have lived uh, consciously unconsciously i have seen people say i always say this uh, to my team a person who is a very good person at home or who's a happy person at home they'll be coming and doing some wonderful job at workplace and it goes vice versa if you are going to make anyone's day at office once they go back to home they will be going and living a very happy family life it's like what is there in your cup if it is happiness you'll be pouring it out everywhere if there is something a great idea in your head you'll be pouring it out in everywhere you'll be trying to impart it to everyone around you and that's how i think a person who will be trying to better things in whatever scenario they can they'll be emerged as leader they'll be tagged as leaders so it's a vice versa kind of thing so i was thinking and that's why i wrote that line in fact i have read it also somewhere that okay people who are better people they are better people and they will be better leader yeah i think uh, it is definitely non negotiable to be empathetic to you know pour happiness into others cup as you mentioned considering that we spend so much of our time i mean in a day at workplace at office at working it's and we take a lot of it at home as you mentioned when you are done with your work at the end of the day and you go back home you take a lot of it a lot of it along with you so it's it's so much important i mean these soft skills as we name it though concept but these are like very natural abilities that everybody should have i mean if you're working together it's important to be empathetic to each other it's important to take care of each other to be understanding um, but at all at the same time making sure that you know whatever the agenda or the work is also is being done um, during the timelines so that balance is very important so as we move towards the end of this podcast my last question to you is something which is related to a completely different uh, topic that we have been speaking about since it's june it's pride month and we are seeing everybody talking about it um, at various platforms so what is your what are your views on uh, diversity equity and inclusion and how do you think how do you see it going ahead so diversity is something which is necessity of a society organization and group to thrive so my particular word 
for diversity, the word D is something that I always say to my team or wherever I'm working, that our word B is also very much important. Diversity can be successful when any person who feels belong to that place. If you make a person, a team, a group of person that they belong to a particular place, that this is my place where I'm working. This is my area where I am uh, recognized with or I identify myself with. I owe this particular thing. I belong to this particular community, this particular group of people. Diversity is something which is going to be more effective than diversity is something which will be very natural, a flowing process then. Because once you belong to a place, the word B comes into a thing. The word D will thrive over there. That means that belonging feeling is going to come in. Diversity is something which is going to thrive. You just take an example. Because I am a small town boy, Achit, I'll always keep on going back and giving you an example of small towns or two-tier towns. When you, you we used to live in a small city, we used to know everyone over there, right? It's like this particular home, that particular home, it is all the part of the community. And we knew that, okay, we folks belong to this particular place. And that's how we used to go and celebrate everyone who were part of that particular area. Despite of the fact, okay, they are men, they are women, they are belonging to this particular community or whatever their surname is, but we all used to belong to that place. That's why we used to celebrate each and everything despite of anything because we used to belong. That same principle, if any company organization, if they're going to first look at how we can make people who are coming, the new uh, blood or the people who are having now, we also speak about the generational diversity. We also speak of various orientation diversity. But if they all first felt, make, make to feel, can enable an experience for them that they belong to this particular place and we care for them in that sense, the diversity is going to take care of itself. In fact, these are the folks who will be going to who will be the ambassadors who will be going out and say, folks, this is a place who make you feel at home. You should come and work over here. The policies, everything then will be more effective. You can make a policy. You can ask a person to sit over there, sit over here, how you're going to sit, how you're going to walk. But if that belonging feeling is there, that how you're going to do it stuff will be like, I want to do this stuff because this is my place. This is my group. This is my particular area where I can feel at home. And that's how I think the diversity is going to be far more effective if we are going to take care of this belonging. Belonging is one thing which will make everyone come, acknowledge each other, accept each other, feel for each other and work for each other in such a way that we are going to go and do this work together and we are going to win this. We are going to make this more effective together in a very different way and by taking and identifying ideas, different uh, cultures, different uh, way of thinking and all, and all going to be one, I should say, euphoria or whatever, different mix of color. And that's how we are going to be a vibrant thing is what I feel as a group. So belonging is very important for diversity. That's what organization stands for. I mean, it's sort of like a collaboration or an amalgamation of different people. So we don't actually need the same set of people to come together to form an organization. We need that spectrum to be there. And it's 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 great that organizations today are realizing the importance of it and working towards the betterment to make, you know, this working world a better place for everyone. So uh, it's, I hope it just get us, gets better over time. So thank you, Najib, for joining us today. It was indeed a very interactive session. You answered the question um, brilliantly, and I'm so happy to do this podcast with you. 
same same here it was pleasure talking to you and thank you for inviting and thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode thank you thank you everyone have a nice day bye